What is going on, college football fans? Welcome back to Clarkie's Corner. I gotta be really transparent with you. I just freaking nicked a scab on my shin, and it's bleeding. And it's kind of got the juices flowing, man. I'm feeling a little feral, so if I start shouting, just turn the volume down, all right? Hopefully I won't, but you never know. So look, we gotta talk about we gotta talk about last week, week four. I was three and three in my predictions and fairly close on some of the scores. So we'll talk about the ones I got right first, obviously. So I did pick Ohio State to win by one score. Alright. Didn't think it was gonna be 17 to 14, but whatever. I did pick Penn State to blow out Iowa. Not quite 31 to nothing, but I did pick that one. And I did pick Bama to beat Ole Miss by two possessions. So they won 31 to or they won 24 to 10. I picked them to win 31 to 20. So I picked them to win, I picked them to cover, and spot on. They contain Jackson Dart, like I called. I hate to say I told you so, but I did tell you so. And then Utah UCLA, I was just wrong. I did have it as a one possession game for whatever that's worth. But I had them each scoring 30 points. They didn't, only one team made it to the double digits. So uh, that one we whiffed on. And Oregon State, Washington State, I thought it was going to be a shootout. It was a little bit of a shootout. Washington State was just able to air it all over Oregon State's defense. They won 38 35. I had Oregon State win in 52 41. That's a crazy score. But here's the deal with this Florida State Clemson game I'm, I'm pretty upset. Because if Clemson had a kicker worth a dang, I sounded like my father just then, but if they had a decent kicker, my prediction would have been spot on. I had Clemson win in 27-24. They lost 31-24 in overtime. So if that, and if you watch the game, Clemson missed a potential game winner with like a minute left, which would have had the final score 27-24. Oh my gosh, I'm fired up. Oh, I'm fired up. I told you last week if Dabo didn't come through, I would rain hellfire upon him. I'm actually going to let it slide because kickers miss. College kickers miss. That's what they do. But whatever. Let's get into this week, week five, the preview. Alright, so the first game we're going to talk about is actually a Friday night game out on the West Coast. We've got Utah going to Oregon State. I was wrong about both of those teams last week, so that's embarrassing. Probably going to be wrong this week, but here's the deal. After what we saw Washington State due to that Oregon State defense, I have to go with Utah. Utah's a more physical team, so I imagine they're going to be able to run the ball at least a little bit. Their run defense is going to be Probably the best Oregon State's played. Their defense in general is going to be the best Oregon State has played so far. So all of that said, I'm going Utah 28, Oregon State 20. I am super excited for this game. I think it's number... I don't know what the two teams are ranked because I wrote 19 twice. So one of them is ranked number 19 and one of them is not. So whatever. Let's stay out on the West Coast. Let's talk about uh, two of the teams I didn't talk about last week. So we've got... Number eight, USC, going to Colorado. I'm actually wearing a USC shirt right now. 
Shout out Christian for uh, giving me this. You're not getting it back. Um, Colorado looked bad. They looked bad against Oregon. Oregon exposed Colorado last week. I loved the fire and the passion from Dan Lanning. I didn't love the offense from Colorado, but good news for them, they're not going to play another defense like that all year. They're definitely not playing one like that this week. I do think Shador Sanders is going to bounce back. I don't think Travis Hunter was the difference last week. I think they're losing that game big regardless. Travis Hunter might be a 20-point swing max. Like They're still getting blown out. They might score one more touchdown, and they might prevent one more touchdown. That's all I think he would contribute to. No Travis Hunter this week. Shador's going to bounce back. USC, once again, this Lincoln-Riley-led this Lincoln team is going to have wet toilet paper for defense. Um, but Colorado's allowing 475 yards a game, and they play Caleb Williams. This one could get ugly as well. On the bright side, Colorado should be able to score on this defense. I do still think USC is going to run it up. I have USC getting the win, 56-24. to You can't stop Caleb Williams, regardless of how good your defense is. And then if you have a defense like Colorado has shown, you really can't stop Caleb Williams. I honestly think USC is going to run the ball fairly well against Colorado. I think they could even shorten this game. But if not, I got them hanging half a hundred in my predictions. So um, either way, I can tell you I was right. That's what really matters. What do we have next? Let's jump on over to the East Coast. We have an SEC East matchup. We have number 22, Florida, going into Kentucky, going into battle at Kroger Field. Kentucky is favored by one point. That basically means just pick the winner. Anything less than two points is basically just a pick them. And with home field advantage factored in, I think odds makers think Florida is the better team. I agree that Florida is the better team. I do think this could be a slugfest. I think it's going to be two teams trying to run the ball on one another. Um, I do have Florida getting the win, 24 to 13. But I think this could be a, a kind of an ugly game. Kind of a game that you think of when you think Florida versus Kentucky. That's what we're going to have here. Let's stay in the SEC. We have another SEC East matchup. Nope. 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 I lied. I lied. One of these teams is in the SEC East. We have number one UGA, the Georgia Bulldogs, going into Auburn, Alabama to face the Auburn Tigers. Did you guys watch Auburn play Texas A&M last week? Me either. I, I, well, I watched some of it. And then I, I made sure to, to watch some clips and things and Jimbo standing four yards onto the field off the sideline. That guy's a moron. But if you didn't know, Auburn threw the ball for 56 yards last week. On top of that, they allowed 200 rushing yards to Texas A&M. And they allowed the backup quarterback to go for a buck 20 with four incompletions. He was, Max Johnson was seven for 11, or seven on, seven completions, 11 attempts, 112 yards, 113 yards. I don't have the stats in front of me. I'm winging it right now. But that's not good. That's really quite, quite poor, actually. 
if I had to put a word on it. Um, Georgia's hanging 500 yards a game right now. I know Georgia's played some cupcakes, and this is actually going to be probably the best defense they've played. I honestly think Kirby is going to realize very early that they can move the ball at will. I think they're going to just run the ball, kill the clock, and get out of the game. If you watch the Georgia-Tennessee game last year, I think it's going to be very reminiscent of that. Auburn is not the potent offense that Tennessee is, so Auburn might be trying to shorten the game too. Dude, this game could be over in two hours. This could be two teams just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, punt, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, punt. I really don't know. I have it at low scoring. I have Georgia winning 17-3. to I don't think Auburn's going to be able to do anything on that Georgia defense. I don't know who's starting at quarterback for Auburn. That's really all I have to say on the on the Auburn offense. It's it's ugly. I don't know who's going to take the field. You don't know who's going to take the field. I don't think they know who's going to take the field. I don't know if they're even going to make a change at quarterback. But they got to do something because 56 passing yards is absolutely pitiful. They are three and one, so they still have plenty of things to. Uh, they still have plenty to play for this season. But so does Georgia. So I think Georgia is going to establish dominance pretty early, and they're going to maintain that. Run the ball, kill the clock, get out of there, get back to Athens, Georgia, with another win. That was game number four. Game number five is an SEC West matchup. So we had an SEC East game. We got a little hybrid. Now let's go over to the SEC West. We got number 13, LSU, going to Ole Miss. Ole Miss, who's coming off of a pretty tough loss in Tuscaloosa. LSU's coming off of a narrow victory against Arkansas. LSU's favored by two and a half. I think the wrong team's favored. I think LSU's secondary is still just a modge podge. It is like a paper mache secondary. I think Jackson Dart is going to be able to take advantage of that. I think Lane Kiffin knows that. I don't know if Ole Miss is going to be able to run the ball, which Ole Miss does like to run the ball. You think of Lane Kiffin, you think of slinging that thing. They're a run-first team. They're a run-first team, but Jackson Dart is somehow their leading rusher. So hopefully Ole Miss is able to kind of figure it out this week. I think Jackson Dart's going to sling it all over the field. I have them hanging 38, LSU hanging 31. These defenses aren't great especially for SEC standards. They're not bad. LSU's really isn't bad. Their run defense is solid. It's just that secondary. People are going to take advantage of it all season. That's It's something that Brian Kelly knew coming into the season. He talked about it at SEC Media Days. He was openly concerned about the secondary, and he even said in a couple of interviews that he didn't want to utilize the portal how he did, but they had to to fill those holes at the cornerback and safety positions. All right, game number six. Let's go out to the Big 12. We have number 24, Kansas, going into Texas, going into Austin. Now, I'm a huge fan of Jalen Daniels, not Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback. I do like him. But Jay Lund Daniels, the quarterback at Kansas, I was a big fan of his last year before he got hurt. He's balling out this year, if you weren't aware. He's got the Jayhawks ranked. They've got the Jayhawks playing good football. 
But Kansas really likes to lean on their run game and have a balanced offensive attack. Texas has a really good defensive front. Texas might be one of the more well-rounded teams in the country this year. That includes Georgia. That includes USC. Definitely includes USC. Oof. Um, That includes Ohio State. That includes Notre Dame. Texas has a defense that not many teams can compete with, and they have an offense that not many defenses are going to be able to stop. You can limit that offense, but you can't stop it outright. And I don't think Kansas is going to be able to maintain that balance that they like to play with. I do think they keep this game close. I have Texas winning 31-20, to but I think they pull away late. I think that's a 20-24 to game in the fourth quarter. I think Texas scores a dagger late in the game. Last game, all right? Last game, we've got Notre Dame going to Duke. Number 11, Notre Dame coming off of a heartbreaking loss against Ohio State. Now they have to go to Duke. This is two really good offenses playing each other, two really good quarterbacks playing each other, and two even better defense, two even better defenses facing off. Notre Dame is favored by five and a half. I do think Duke's going to cover that number, but I also have Notre Dame winning this 29-27. I've seen what I need to from touchdown Jesus. I like this Duke offense. I like this Duke defense. I think Notre Dame is going to come in, get a really tough bounce-back win, and reestablish themselves as a threat to the college football playoff race. This is a good Notre Dame team. We have not seen the last of Notre Dame. So those are some of the big games I'm watching this week. I just went through seven pretty quick. Wanted to get in and out 20, 15, 20 minutes. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let me know what you think. Let me know uh, how you think I'm going to score on these seven games. Hopefully I go seven for seven, but we all know that's not going to happen. So I'm excited to see how it all unfolds. We're watching the greatest sport on earth, ladies and gentlemen. I love college football so much. Embrace it while it's here. This is week five. We're already four weeks into the season. This is going to be the fifth. That is so upsetting. I guess technically we're already five if you count week zero. Whatever, whatever. Hey, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But I'm going to get out of here. We're going to go watch a movie or something. Maybe I'm going to go play some ARC. Who knows? Give me some dinos. That's another reason I didn't get you guys. If I didn't explain at the beginning of this episode, I was unable to get a recap out earlier this week because things just happen. And I'll be honest, the boys redownloaded Ark. And if you haven't played Ark, it's like Minecraft, but Jurassic Park. That's the best way I can put it. It is so fun. And that is a big reason why I didn't get <laughs> didn't get a week four recap out. So I hope you accept my apology. I'm deeply sorry. But we're back with a week five preview. Let me know how you think I'm going to do. Feel free to like, subscribe, comment, download, share. Do all that stuff. I really appreciate you guys tuning in today. Now get out of here. You've got better things to do than listen to me ramble. Thank you all. Love you. Good night.